Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. I know I forgot to say temporary this time, but listen, I have screwed up this intro three different times already. I ain't redoing this again. <laughs> um, and you, you all already know that they're um, temporary. So this week, it looks like you're going to get two days of blind items, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, of course, that is subject to change as I figure out what my week is going to look like. Um, as of right now, it looks as though I'll be taking a three-day weekend. We may do a deep dive into a big story. Um, or, I uh, honestly, I just might take the day off like I did this week. Um, it, it's going to depend on a couple things that I need to see what shakes out. Um, but in the meantime, let's talk some blind items because it's Sunday. So welcome to Blind Item Sunday, and let's get us started. The first one comes to us from Blind Gossip. For all the best blind items, head on over to blindgossip.com. This one is called The More Important Baby. This professional athlete has not been married to any of the women with whom he has fathered children. However, it is interesting that the second woman was trying to convince him to fight off the first woman's child support request. Second woman has a lot of nerve. She didn't think twice about luring him away from his pregnant girlfriend and getting knocked up herself. Then she tried to squeeze the first woman by telling him not to give her any more in child support. He says that the second woman thinks that her baby is more important and deserves more of his time and money. Well, the second woman does come from a family where money is more important than morals, so that is not surprising at all. Does she even realize that the two children are half-siblings and are innocents in all of this craziness? So this has to be Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian. Or Kourtney Kardashian or one of those monsters. Khloe. Um, and of course Khloe is going to think that her baby is more important because later on she can pimp it out to have... A sex tape just like her big sister and you know hopefully we'll get um hopefully rake in hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars just like Kim did and that you know that's what this family hopes for they don't want a healthy baby they don't want a happy baby they want a baby that is going to secure their future and that's all they want you know, it's really sick if you think about it. Like, I worry about Blue Ivy and Northwest and King Isaiah or whatever the hell they named the newest one. Because the Kardashians don't love babies. They just don't. I'm not even sure, honestly, that they're fully functional human beings. It seems like all they do is repeat the same stories over and over and over again. And then they wonder why their ratings are in the trash. Maybe if you gave the fans something that they wanted to see, your ratings would go up and um, people would actually care again. Huh, I say care again, Nancy Kerrigan. <gasps> but, you know, honestly, if, if people would just listen... Or, not people. If TV producers would just listen, 
the fans tell them what they want all the time. So it's never about them not knowing. It's all about them not caring. I don't know if that makes sense or not. They think that they know what works best. And obviously they've made hundreds of, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in ad revenue. So they must be doing something right. Except maybe not. You know, soap operas sustain themselves for 30, 40, 50 years. And the Kardashians have barely stayed above water in, what, like five years? Seven years? Which, for a primetime program, that's not that bad. But for a reality documentary series, that's not exactly something to write home about. And in fact, um, it could be a sign that people just don't care anymore. And speaking of not caring, I don't, so I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. So this next one is about um, what happened after a certain breakup. And as soon as I read it, you're going to know because, well, everyone does. Um, but it's really, I think it's really intriguing and I think it adds another layer of proof that the relationship was fake. And I'll explain that after I get done reading it. So this one is called Split and Match. It comes from us from Blind Gossip for all the best blind items. Head on over to blindgossip.com. Have you noticed a dramatic uptick in the number of paparazzi shots of this woman since she split from her movie star man? Before the split, you rarely saw her with the child. Now it's practically every day, frequently in coordinated designer outfits. None of this is accidental. She does not dress the child that way simply because she gets the clothes for free. She is actually getting paid for them to wear the clothes and paid for the photographers that are scheduled in advance. It's great casual publicity for the brands with whom she has relationships. Yes, those sage photos are business deals. The sudden portrayal of her as this hands-on mom, or hands-on doting mother, is just a bonus. Will the actor object to his child being used this way? Not likely. You see, back when they were still together, he was the one responsible for staging many of those happy photos himself. So, the man in this is Bradley Cooper, the woman is Ina Shark, and their baby. And we've already talked about how Bradley and Ina were a fake relationship. They were a contract. Um, Word has gotten out that he actually had to beg her to honor the final... um, the final month of the contract because it landed square in the middle of um, Academy Award season and he really thought he was going to clean up and get best director, best actor, best picture and it would not have looked good for him to be at the center of a love story when in real life he was in the center of a breakup. 
so he begged her to stay on and tried to make sure that everything looked decent and um and that nobody um was any the wiser except we were all the wiser because um when they had dinner in the time warner building they looked miserable and were on the phone the entire time you know how do you purport to love someone to want to you know be with somebody and then when you actually have the chance to spend time with them you don't no i'm not saying you have to never look at your phone and you know all of your attention has to go to that person but damn i mean come on now a little attention some conversation probably would have been nice you know, they probably would have enjoyed seeing you guys laugh together or something. But according to the staff, they, um, both Bradley and Irina were, or Ira were in a bad mood. Um, and they wanted their food as quickly as possible and then they left as quickly as possible. Um, one of the things that I haven't seen reported, and maybe I just missed it, is they actually left in separate Ubers. Now, that plays right into the blind gossip um, fodder that they were living separate lives for a while. And again, not a big surprise, and it's not going to blow anyone's mind to find out that, oh, Bradley Cooper had his own place when he was in New York. Because why would it? You know, they weren't married. Yes, they were in a quote-unquote long-term relationship. But we've already talked about what Stalker said about that. He doesn't think five years is a long time, so there's that. Um, but as far as Erna using the baby to make a couple bucks, I don't think it's right. But also, get that money while you can, girl, because when that little girl's old enough and she can start saying no that's when everything's going to start drying up and you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do when that time comes. And don't don't be a fool. Don't think that it's not coming because it's coming. And it's coming faster than what you probably think it is. Just like me taking a break and coming right back with it. And I'm back. This one is His Feet Gave Him Away. And it says, Could it be that a certain star of stage and screen, both large and small, is having his privates made public by a a perturbed ex-paramour? So say people who have seen the photos circulating and recognize recognize the fastidious fella by, of all things, his feet. And you know what they say about large feet. He can walk fast? Um, Alright, so first of all, I I just have to say this. I think it's it's fine to be exploitative of um, the naked pictures and whatnot. As long as you're going to do it for both. When it was Bella Thorne, they were all over Son acting as if he were the devil incarnate himself. Which they should have been. But the minute that it's a woman or someone releasing it the same content but of a man 
it's fine and it's you know it's funny almost and his feet gave him away now you know maybe maybe I'm thinking too far into it maybe you know I shouldn't be so um maybe I shouldn't be so um what's the word I'm looking for sensitive about the subject but rightfully so people were pissed off that someone tried to blackmail Bella Thorne and all anyone can do on this thread about the exact same thing except it's a male being blackmailed and not a female is say oh if he didn't want his picture out there he shouldn't have taken it or oh you know this one isn't so big this one isn't so big so let's talk about that um of the guesses i think we've seen most of their dicks um ben affleck's we've definitely seen um it was shown very fast in um gone girl and i don't think he quite matches up um and frankly, I don't think it would really damage his non-existent career. Likewise, Daniel Craig, or Daniel Radcliffe, rather, um, has shown off Harry's wand um, in the uh, production of Equius that he started right after the Harry Potter um, film stopped production. So I'm going to go ahead and rule those two out. The only other one that seemed rather interesting to me was Joshua Jackson. Now, any lawyer over at Crazy Days and Nights has insinuated and in one case flat out said that Anti Lawyer has some really bad fetishes. Um, one time allegedly he, when he was with Diane Kruger... He allegedly used a literal eggplant to finish the job. Um, he also used a cucumber in her, inside of her in, in the grocery store. So he, he's just pervy enough to do this and not care. Um, he's been around for a very long time. His popularity is pretty secure. He's Teflon Don. Um, you know, I just think that there's, there's something about Joshua Jackson that I would honestly love to, I would, I would love to see it. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I don't, at the same time, just because I would love to see it doesn't mean that I don't think that, um, it's okay if someone doesn't want you to see their nudes and they don't want them released to the public. It was probably easier for him Um, so yeah, um, uh, with Joshua Jackson, I told you all that I, I met him, I hit on him, he, he did not look the same off the screen as he did on, um, but when I met him, you know, we were on the subway and he was very, very, very interested 
I don't know why he didn't make a move if he was waiting for one of the other fellas to save me or what happened. And I'm back. And I just want, in case I haven't said it enough this month, Happy Pride Month. 50 years ago, um, queer people of color, drag queens, uh, and other LGBT community members started a movement that without them doing that today, we would be having a much different show. I wouldn't be able to be out. I wouldn't be able to be proud. Um, and come Monday, I'm going to go a little bit more in depth. Um, and I believe Monday we're, we're going to be debuting a new segment from Will. So, yay. Two, two special segments. Both, um, you know, both are very, very important, I believe. Um, so you guys can look forward to that. Monday episodes, for the time being, are going to be longer because you guys seem to appreciate that. So, um... This blind is called Out and About, and it comes from us, or comes to us from Blind Gossip. And here we go. Oh, I'm sorry, it's called Out on Halloween, and it's from Billy Masters. My bad. So, Out on Halloween, Billy Masters. Could it be that a network star is itching to come out? So, so say some people in, in the know who tell me that the Campy Quay Cutie planned to say he's family once he left a certain professional obligation behind. Since that has been delayed about a year, he's biding his time. What hasn't changed are plans for Halloween 2019 in West Hollywood, which will be a very big night for him and his buddies. After all, he'll be out and legal. So, I'm going to start with... uh, There was one... A couple of people guessed this, and I just have to say right off the bat, even though I've heard the rumors about Stephen Amell, he doesn't fit the clues here. Um, I've heard that he's bisexual, I've heard he's pansexual, I've heard he's just a horn dog who will put it in anybody. Except for Taylor Swift. That one's for you, Mandy. <laughs> um, but seriously, I've, I've heard the rumors too, um... And all I can say is we don't have definite proof um, that he is or isn't. But we do know that he's not the subject of this one because he's not barely legal. And his project didn't delay him by almost a year. His project is 10 episodes. Um, the, final, the final season of Arrow will only be about 10 episodes. And then I believe it's, it's wrapping up with the mega crossover event. Um, so this definitely is not Steven. I think it is Noah Gold from uh, Modern Family. He plays um, Phil Dumphy's son. The one who somehow grew up to be hot. Um... But he's he's been kind of laying the groundwork, talking about kissing guys and whatnot, um, and wanting to do homoerotic things. So I would I would honestly place my money on the on him. Um, he turns twenty one 
this July, I believe, maybe August, which puts them right in the right range. Um, Modern Family was, of course, renewed for a full um, final season um, back in May. And um, a lot of people didn't think it was going to. Um, what it helped that what helped those negotiations along a lot was Disney's acquisition of um, 20th Century Fox Television. Because since since ABC now owned, or ABC's parent company now owned um, the show, it made more financial sense for them to keep it on for at least one more season. And I am telling you right now, the same thing is going to happen with Last Man Standing. I promise you that it's going to happen. And um, Last Man Standing will end up back over on ABC. And don't be surprised if they start adding some Modern Family stars. Actually, don't be surprised if a lot of sitcoms don't start adding um, Modern Family stars to their rosters. Probably recurring at first and then series regular roles because everyone wants um, to capture the Modern Family ratings lightning. I would venture guess that Noah Gold is going to end up on Will and Grace at least as a guest star if not a recurring character um, pretty soon actually. And pretty soon I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come right back. And I'm back. And this is another Pride blind item. I didn't think you guys would mind two back-to-back. Um, and you're about to hear Mandy scream. Um, but I'm going to read the I'm going to read the blind to you. It's called Gay Pride Declaration, and it comes to us from our friends over at White um, White Chocolate Mocha. So, Gay Pride Declaration. There was a lot of anticipation at the beginning of Gay Pride Month that this singer was ready to finally come out. Sorry to disappoint, folks, but it's not happening. Just because she supports the LGBT community does not mean that she's ready to make nice declarations about dream her salary. Um... So... I lost my place. Sorry to disappoint. Just because, just because she supports the LGBT community does not mean that she's ready to make dec- declarations about her own sexuality. Seriously, when was the last time she was even photographed with that pretty girl she used to live with? She will support the gay community in public, but continue to keep her private life private. Is there some hypocrisy there? Sure, but at least her vocal support of other gay people is a step forward. Um, this is obviously about Taylor Swift. Um, so, yesterday, I finally read that people were actually expecting Taylor Swift to come out in the me video. Um, that she's been hinting about it, she'd been talking about it for a very long time now, and me was supposed to be that escape after the darkness of Look what you made me do. Um, and the 
I'm pretty sure the pretty girl that she used to live with is Carly Kloss. Um, they were best friends, and then there was some sort of falling out. No one quite knows what the falling out was over. But, um, as we all know, Carly Kloss ended up marrying, um, a Kushner. So she really doesn't need to work ever again in her lifetime. Although she probably will. And Taylor, for the first time, Taylor's song, Me, the one where she didn't come out, failed to land on top of the charts. This is the first time in, I don't even know how long, um, Bill, I know it says in the Billboard article, but it's, it's been a long, long time since Taylor Swift did not hit number one. And rumor has it, she was furious that she didn't hit number one. Um, one contingent of her fans said, well, you know, had she come out and not done this whole gay tease thing, she would have hit number one no problem. You know, look at Madonna, look at... Um, look at um, Troy Sylvan... The, the gay community keeps them coming back. Even Cher debuted at number one with her Dancing Queen collection of songs. So, you know, all you had to do was... And I think the flip side to that argument, not that I'm trying to defend her, otherwise I would get a very angry text from Mandy asking me what the fuck I was doing. Although she would not actually say fuck. That's my word. Um... But in any case, she would say, what are you doing? Why are you doing her? But I, I do want to actually point this out. Um, she supports the LGBT community. Um, that's all Madonna does. Um, that's all Cher does. They're not actually part of the LGBT community. And I don't think that we should... The community should support people just because they may or may not come out. Um, her coming out would, of course, be the most visible person coming out since Ellen. Um, and that's not an exaggeration. Um, she would be coming out at the top of her career where she had nothing to gain and everything to lose. But, and you knew there was going to be a but here, I think it's disingenuous to pretend um, that she owes us something or... Um, or that she has to come out in order for us to continue to support her. Um, if she is a lesbian or pan or whatever people say she is, let her live her life the best way she knows how and do what's best for her. The same way that we advocate that for all of us. Um, you know, I just think that it's, it's not okay to force, um, it's not okay to force somebody to play by your rules in order for your support. I think doing that is troubling and it doesn't lead anywhere good, ever. But you know where it does lead somewhere good? Ending the episode on a high note.
thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for helping us get a permanent Drunk Gossip studio. Um, it will be debuting in about three weeks or so. Um, so I just, I really do, from the bottom of my heart, want to say thank you. Um, remember, um, starting probably next Monday, I'll be coming to you live from Detroit for a couple of weeks. And... that's that again thank you all so much for listening and until next time cheers